Hello, and welcome to another episode of Piecing the Parsha Together. This week is Parsha's Ve'eschanan. The Shabbos is also Tubav. Parsha's Ve'eschanan <clears throat> begins with a relatively well-known medrash that Moshe prays hundreds of tilas, hundreds of prayers, to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. And he says specifically, el Hashem I prayed to Hashem at this time. What time are we referring to? So Rashi, I think as well, the Ramban, say it's after they have conquered the land of Sichon and Og, which is what the Parsha Stvarim ended off with. So Moshe has been able to allot a Yerusha, an inheritance to some of the Shvatim, some of the tribes. And he's hoping maybe if I was able to do that, I will be able to actually go into Eretz Yisrael. And uh, I think the Sifzichachamim says he thinks he might be able to go, and maybe the Gzair is lifted, so then why does he have to pray? And they answer that he, he never thought that he had even had a chance. And once he sees that he is able to do part of the uh, division of Eretz Yisrael, now he thinks there's a possibility for his tefillahs to be able to Change Hashem's mind. But it is not to be. Hashem says, um, no, after Moshe asks. Pasek Chavav, Be'isaber Hashem bi'lamanchem, Velo Shama Eli, Hashem got mad because of your sake. He didn't listen to me. Vayomer Hashem Eli said to me, Ravlach, it's enough. Al Tosif Daber Eli Obedavar said, do not continue to speak to me about this matter. So another question is what exactly does it mean that Hashem got mad at Moshe because of Bnei Yisrael or for Bnei Yisrael's purpose? And on that, <clears throat> there is a Sforno that makes a comment, which once again shows that we're still kind of in this discussion of the fallout of the spies, which is what was the which is what I believe the focus of Parshas Devarim was. The Sforno on his pasuk says that Hashem got mad for their sake. That's what Moshe says. I wanted to keep you. Shalom, Siglumimena, Leolam, you would never be exiled from the land of Eretz Yisrael. He already said you'd be scattered. And that means that it is what is supposed to happen is that Israel is supposed to be scattered. And allowing Moshe to go in would prevent that from occurring. Therefore, it cannot happen. So we are still, the beginning of this Parsha still very much um, relates to the end of, or, or the, 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 the thrust of, Parsha's Dvarim. And then Hashem tells Moshe to go look at Eretz Yisrael from, from the mountain, and he should uh, command Yoshua. And that is, that is where the first section... <coughs> The first section of the Parsha ends. And then we get a new parak, which is you know also a new, a new, a new, a new a break in the Chumash, in the Torah. And Moshe begins by saying, Yisrael, Shama Listen. So I believe here there is a Ramban. The Ramban is actually. Looks like it's it's sort it doesn't have a a pasuk number so it's probably the end of Ramban earlier 
in Parak Gimel. So it's the very last thing, or the very first paragraph you would see before whatever the first Ramban's comment is on, on Parak Dalad. And the Ramban says at this point that the Tochacha has been completed. And he says, your, your forefathers, the, the first generation caused Ra, and they caused the punishment that they wouldn't get to go into Eretz Yisrael, but the children, they will go. But, Ramban says, that Moshe telling them, do not be like your elders, a, a, a rebellious generation. So now Moshe is going to tell them about the, the Klali HaMitzvahs. So that's what you should do. And furthermore, that's the next Pasuk. Don't add and don't subtract. But this idea, I believe, perhaps can explain at least part of Parshas Ve'eschanan. Ve'eschanan, I believe, as well as Akev, they are once again a continuation of Moshe addressing Bnei Israel. But it, it is very difficult, at least to me, to figure out if there is any kind of any kind of theme which will sort of tie, let's say, the Parshas together, or does he sort of jump from place to place? So with Devarim, I think I was able to present something that sort of gave a, gave the first parsha a bit of a, a bit of a connective tissue with Ve'eschanan. I'm not a hundred percent certain. However, what we see at the outset here, if we say that the first couple of psukim were sort of a, an, an appendix to the previous parsha, is that now we start with Moshe telling Bnei Israel the Mishnah Torah, if you will, the repeat of the Torah. I don't believe there are any mitzvahs in. Parshas Devarim. There are a few mitzvahs in Ve'eschanan, and that is that is that is the idea. I would add that one of the things that emerges from Ve'eschanan, I don't know if it will tie the entire parsha together, is that many fundamentals are mentioned in this week's parsha, and keeping on that idea although maybe this is more relevant to Akif, perhaps the idea of Moshe praying many, many times, hundreds of times, to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. Maybe that is also an idea of, the fundament, of a fundamental principle of, of Judaism, that we, we do turn to Hashem, we can turn to Hashem, and specifically the, the word of tefillah that is used is ve'eschanan, uh, the idea of chanan is the idea of, of grace, that Hashem will give us things. For free. And that's what Moshe is saying. Maybe I have various things that I have in my credit as the leader of Bnei Israel for 40 years, but I'm asking you to give this to me almost as a gift. And maybe that's something that can help sort of tie in the very beginning of the Parsha to the rest of the Parsha, which seem to very much deal with the fundamentals. And the first thing that is addressed, <clears throat> it talks about Baal Peor. And it also um, addresses the idea of not adding and not subtracting, not adding on to mitzvahs. So here, there's a comment of the Sforno. This is in Pasuk Gimel. It says, uh, the Pasuk base, Lo Sigrumeno, right? Don't think you're going to add something. Because that causes a kilkul. That causes a problem. So you, you, have, you, you can see it with your own eyes. What happened with Baal Peor? Because the people who sinned with Baal Peor, it was never their intention to worship idols. It was only about immorality. And I think that's he's saying there's a certain aspect of 
they weren't worried about sinning. And I think he's saying that's the, that's maybe sort of lessening. But you're sort of taking away, it's not as bad. And, um, as he says, his Afapisha Torah, Asr Zebet Nechashash Vodoskilulim. Right? There's a concern of intermarriage with non Jews, it'll cause people to turn away from Hashem. And Bnei Yisrael, perhaps we're not concerned about that. And that's the, that's the Tigru. And then because of that, they end up worshiping idols. So you see what happens. And that's the how the first Leah ends, is that everybody who strayed after Baal Pa'or was destroyed, and anybody who stayed with God, cling with God, is still here. So the, at the outset, <clears throat> the interesting idea to start us off with is this idea that Hashem tells us mitzvahs and those are what we should do, not more, not less. And not more is also a problem. Adding adding five tzitzits, adding five parshas of film is also a problem. And I don't know if you can say that there's perhaps a little bit more relevance to this today, where people very much want to determine their their religiosity is on their terms. Is that something that, that very much describes our generation? And perhaps that's something that at the outset Hashem wants to tell us not to do. And then as we continue on, it seems to be more the focus will shift to questions of Avodah Zarah and not forgetting what the Torah says. And there's references to our Sinai and we'll get more of the Sinai experience a little later in the Parsha. And then we get to a, a I think, fascinating uh, parsha uh, topic. It starts in Paragdalad, Pasuk It is the Kriya Torah for Tishabov. And I don't know how many times I've thought about this, but if you would ask me what I believe the Kriya Torah should be for Tishabov, I probably would say the Tochacha. Either curses, the curses of Parshas Bechukosai, or the curses of Kisavu, where it really is spelled out very clearly all the problems if we don't keep the mitzvahs. Now, I'm not sure, practically, maybe we didn't want a, a Kriya Satora that long for Tishabov. Maybe there's an idea, maybe we don't want to break up the Tochacha. I'm not sure the way the Tochacha is read, the way the curses are read in the Torah, it, it's read sort of straight through. So maybe that's. The reason why those aren't chosen, I'm not sure, but this Kriya Torah, which begins with the words, Ki solid banim uvnei you will give birth to children, sons, daughters, and another generation, and Oshan Temba Aretz, you will stay in the land for a long time. Um, <clears throat> and that's where the problems will happen. I believe the Ramban says in this in this uh, pasuk, that yes, Ramban says, "V'haparsha hazu afal pishi he hara." It say it's a warning, and nevertheless, lo namra belashin im. It doesn't say if you do this, which is definitely how the Torah is worded. It's an if. It's conditional. It's not guaranteed to happen. But the Ramban says here, the if is missing. It's when ki v'atam. Ramban says ki hu. It's a, it's a prophecy. They'll do this, and this is what's going to happen. So we have an allusion in this pasuk to the amount of years that the first base of Migdash, how long the will be before the first base of Migdash is destroyed. And Vahisa Kabala Biyadam Kiyeshva Parshazos Ramanzman Golas. And this is the allusion to Golas. Akshabale and Mizbonanuba 
Bina. So again, you can relate this either back to the discussion at the beginning of the Parsha, this idea that there's going to be a Golas, again, as an outgrowth of <clears throat> Devarim and the sin of the spies, or we can say that this is a shift towards perhaps a more fundamental address that Moshe is giving the people now, that he realizes he's not going to go into Israel, it's going to be Yeshua that does it, and he's telling them that we will sin, and if we do sin, these are all the things that are going to happen to us. Yes, there's going to be a Golas. So it, 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 it sort of serves both points. It serves the point of the Dvarim narrative that things didn't work out as planned. And it serves the Vashana narrative that, that this is a fundamental idea of Gaulus. And you can say that, uh, I think Rashi points out that it's, yes, Rashi says that it's two years earlier because if we had gotten to to the the, the, the Gaulus occurred two years before the gematria of the word Vinoshantem. 852 years. Vinoshantem, I think, is 854. And if it had been the full two years, it would have been it would have been worse for Bnei Israel. So the idea of Gaulus is part of the fundamental belief, but also this idea that Hashem is going to save us and protect us from getting fully destroyed. And again, maybe this is the idea also of Moshe not being able to go into Eretz Israel. As Moshe goes into Eretz Israel, he would build the base of Megdash. And if Bnei Israel sin, which we know they will, then there Hashem will not take out his anger on Basically, it's rather be taken out on the Jewish people, God forbid, and we would be destroyed. So again, it, it sort of maybe all fits in. Again, it's an idea of fundamental of faith, but an idea also of this idea of the necessity of Gullus after the sin of the spies. And that is the continuation of of, Pasa, of the fourth parak. And that's the first two Elias. And of course, moving on from that, um, beginning of the fifth parak, which is the fourth aliyah, will be the discussion of the Aseris of Dibras, which obviously is a very, very fundamental idea of, of um, the Torah. And there are different Mishonim, Ramban, and there are Sajigon, who say that you can find all the Tariyag mitzvahs, all 613 mitzvahs alluded to in the Torah into the Saras of Dibro. So of course that's a, a very appropriate thing to have if we're talking about fundamentals. And obviously the final thing, and this will conclude at least the beginning of the discussion of trying to find a, a theme for Parshas Vashanan is that it's the, I believe it's the beginning of the sixth aliyah is the first paragraph of Shema. And again, the first paragraph of Shema serves in the focus, serves in the context of a Kabbalas al-Machushamayim. You receive sort of the yoke of heaven. As opposed to, let's say, the second paragraph of Shema, which is the idea of mitzvahs. But obviously, if we're talking about fundamentals, in this week's parsha definitely seems to contain many of the fundamentals of Judaism. It is, of course, not surprising that we will have Shema along with the Aseris Adibro. So perhaps this is at least at the beginning of trying to understand what's going on in Veschan and trying to understand further Moshe Rabbeinu's address to Bnei Israel. With that, I wish you all a lovely Shabbos, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.